Welcome to Rich Sports, a podcast hosted by Cash Money and Rich Grills. Lock in to hear them navigate through the happenings and drama of the wide world of sports. From the courts of the NBA to the greens of the PGA. From the NFL's gridiron to the clay of the U.S. Open. From scoreboards and stat sheets all the way to your fantasy roster. Let the Rich Sports crew give you what you need to be informed in the chaotic world that is sports. So please, welcome your hosts, Cash Money and Rich Grills. Okay, I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Rich Sports. I'm your man, Rich Grills, and I got my co-host with me. Cash Money. Hey, man. Another another day, another dollar, another week in the books, man. You know, we got a lot to talk about. You know, the NBA season is officially over. It will be no LeBron talk on this show today. But, you know, the National Football League gave us a lot to talk about, man. Let's start it off with a nice recap of week six, man. What did you see? What did you like? What did you dislike? What was interesting to you? I know you want to talk about them bucks, but we're going we gonna to wait on that. Yeah, I don't want to make this a Bucks podcast. Uh, Steelers are probably the best team right now in the NFL. Oh, the Steelers? That defense is crazy. That defense is ridiculous. It's a front seven, but that's what the Steelers are known for. What about Big Ben? You think Big Ben still got enough left in the tank to keep up the momentum? You know, you know, 5-0, look good, but, you know, when you start getting late in the season, you know, he's an old guy. I think aged quarterbacks over the past few years have showed us, you know, that they can still win games consistently. As long as he doesn't get hurt, I think Big Ben know how to win. Yeah, and it seems like he's very talented at the receiver position. They got Juju Smith-Schuster. They got... um, Chase Claypool. Is he legit? I haven't watched enough of him, but my hot take is the Steelers know what they're doing at wide receiver. The Steelers have always known what they were doing at wide receiver. I'll never forget when they had Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, and a young Antonio Brown in the slot. I was like, how how isn't Big Ben going to be good? I mean, and these are guys that they developed. And all of them had chances to be number one wide receivers. And they, they done it. They go out, they find talent, they develop talent, and they do it well, man, on both sides of the football, like – I don't know the last time I heard about a bad uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, they always got a front seven. They always got talent at wide receiver. Uh, they always got talent at um, wide receiver. You know what I mean? Like, they always. That go, that go back as far as Plexico Burris and Hines Ward and San Antonio Holmes. But I, mean, I tell you this, though. Like we said last week, man, that secondary with Minka Fitzpatrick back there, yeah, that makes a difference, man. He's a problem. He totally shifted that defense last year when he was traded. So looking at the AFC North, like, <sighs> it, uh, I mean, you just gonna say are uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers better than the Baltimore Ravens? I think T.J. Watt would make things difficult, very difficult for Lamar, for Lamar Action Jackson. I mean, Lamar can run that ball, but. T.J. Water put the pressure on him. Then he got to make a play and throw the ball, and you still got to make a Fitzpatrick on the back end. I mean, it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough, man, but I think it's going to be tough both ways. I think Lamar Jackson presents a very um, 
interesting challenge for any defensive coordinator, head coach that's scheming to stop him. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So, hold on. But we got to ask, are the Browns done? Like, are the Browns done? Are we just not going to discuss the Browns? I didn't believe in them. You put them in your top five of the power. Oh. You snuck them in at number five last week. Hey, listen, man. I like what they do in the run game, and Miles Garrett is a beast. Yeah, but they lost, um, they lost, um, what's the name? <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott fumbled the ball again. We're not going to talk about this. I'm sorry. I have no, I have no idea why. I decided to record this podcast while the Dallas Football Cowboys <laughs> are playing a game, son. Yeah. And I mean, this is I think y'all getting what y'all deserve right now. For the, for, for what was done at Dak Prescott. Oh, here you go. Come I, on. Get go ahead. I Talk even about saw, it. I even saw a headline today that said Jerry Jones was gonna look to franchise Dak Prescott again. Forty million dollars. For, forty million after you get a after you get a needle after you he supposed to make forty a year. That, that's the that's the going rate for a starting quarterback hey, listen, for a franchise man. quarterback right now. Hey, listen, man, what's the best ability? Availability. Is this his first time hurt? Major injury? Hey, man, it don't matter when it he don't was matter. available for the past four and four seasons from change. Hey, listen, that's great. That's great. How many wins did you say? Yeah, that's great. 41? Hey, listen, bro. Listen, bro. <laughs> Let me tell you something, bro. I don't wrote like twenty five papers, thirty. 40, 80 papers <laughs> it was since I started school. And guess what? I got a paper due on Wednesday. They don't want to hear nothing about them old papers I wrote. They don't want, they don't mm. even want to hear my fingers broke. You better use use voice control. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Dak. I love Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is a quality quarterback. I'm definitely um I mean, I want him to get better. I'm never going to wish ill on no man, and that injury looked really bad. And I, ne- I ne- it never sat right with me, the fact that they really started to to use his legs more when he's in a contract year, negotiating, you know, a new deal and trying to secure some long term um, wealth. You know what I mean? But nonetheless, he understood the game plan. He understood that you know his body would be sacrificed in in order for the team to be put in the best position to win, and it didn't it didn't go well for him. But I cannot be I cannot use revisionist history to act like you know it was a good four years, but we didn't win nothing. Forty two games, you say? Forty two regular season games. I mean, you acting as if the standard is deep playoff runs for the Dallas Cowboys. But the standard is deep playoff run for every NFL franchise. And if you don't meet that standard, anybody can go. I don't know, y'all. I I, I just don't think y'all can be as picky as that. Uh, how? Is the goal to be average? I don't think Dak was the problem. Who was the problem? I think it's 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 some problems up top because there's no reason y'all shouldn't be winning. Maybe Jerry Jones oh, should step man. out of the, the you know, oh, man. <laughs> stay away from managing this team because he's obviously not doing a good job. Hey, listen, you can man. bring in talent all you want, but they got to fit the system. Listen, man, Jerry Jones not on the, out there on that field, man. Them boys, Jerry Jones, do a good job at putting talent out on that field. Yeah, but just like in boxing where they say styles make fights, you know, every player deserves a certain scheme. You know, they should fit in a scheme better than... 
than they do, you know, others. You so, can't just bring anybody in. Okay. I mean, I give you that. I give you that. And I definitely felt like it was opportunities over the past few years for Jerry Jones to go out and fill a significant gap that we've had for years, which has been the secondary. I felt like we needed a safety for a while. Like, I wasn't a big fan of moving Byron Jones over into the cornerback spot, but I also understood that Byron Jones didn't create turnovers. He wasn't a ball hawk, but there has been ball hawks available to us that we haven't pulled the trigger on. I mean, Earl Thomas is still available. He is. Eric Berry. Listen, yeah, Eric mean, Berry can still play football. We don't know. We don't know. For Eric some Berry reason, nobody situation. signed him. Eric Berry can play football. We don't know Eric Berry's Eric Berry situation, bro. Beat cancer and came back at All Pro safety. I get that. I get that. And and you know, like I love that story. I felt like that was quality, but not just a All Pro safety, the best safety in the NFL at the time. That's real, but it's arguably, it's, but it's difficult. You know, when you dealing with uh, when you dealing with something like that, it's difficult to say that that can just be a. Cons- you could just consistently do that every year, especially when you're at an advanced age like that. You know what I mean? It requires so much recovery. You know what I'm saying? He ain't much older than Eric. Uh, um, who would you say? Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. He not, but at the same time, he just recovered from a significant, you know, a significant, not injury, but a significant disease. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I wanted us to go get Eric Berry, but at the same time, I understood why we didn't. I gave him a pass for that. But even like a situation like Jamal Adams, you know what I'm saying? Where value, I feel like we value the wrong side of the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've yeah. always felt like that. I felt like we always bring so much attention to the receiver, I mean, to the uh, offensive side of the ball with, Rather it be trading a first round pick for um, Amari Cooper and so It was a first and what else? Like a third? It was or just the first. Just the first? Yeah. Mm. And then go draft wide receiver number one. Hey, but CD Lamb look good. CD Lamb is fire. CD Lamb, Lamb look good. And we know you got Michael Gallup in the contract year too. Mm. And, you know, I definitely want to bring Michael Gallup back, but that's difficult. It's hard to say. It's hard to say when that because you know you gotta. I don't know what we're gonna do about this Dak Prescott situation. I'm not a big fan of franchising forty million dollars. It's no, it's no wiggle room in that when you start talking about the salary cap. Like that forty million dollar franchise tag counts as forty million dollars accounted to one person. You can't, you can't Mahomes that money. You know mm. That thing ain't team, team. No, no franchise tag is team friendly. You know, that thing is hard, hard money. Man, I, I, I hope Dak doesn't return. So, bro, let, let's saying. get to the bottom of this, man. Because you was talking real saucy about Aaron Rodgers today, and now you acting like you don't want to. You don't. You trying to avoid that conversation? Like, let, let me pull up the stat. Like, like, because. Because we're talking about QBs, you know what I mean? And we're talking about if QBs are overrated or not. Me, my my, I always judge QBs by their success in the playoffs. Okay, so Colin Cowherd, okay. who, who loves to present facts. You know what I'm saying? He really brings facts. Okay. You know, he he he'll bring some stats into it that most others don't track. He, he be digging for facts, but and, I get and, you. And what was pointed out today is, is telling. Um, Aaron Rodgers has a 47% win percentage when trailing at any point in a game. 
40% completion percentage? Win percentage. 47% win percentage when trailing at any point in the game. Okay. That's telling. Especially when I've heard, you know, so many people call him the greatest thrower of the ball ever. And and the GOAT, like, I love Shannon Shop, you know. But this is the one thing that he spits that I don't like. And what's that? He trashed Tom Brady for his performance this weekend, right? In which he managed the game well. You know, he threw for two touchdowns, no interceptions. Protected the football. We won a good game. Or on the other end of the ball, Aaron Rodgers did nothing. Turned the ball over, was hit multiple times. After that, you know, <laughs> after the Dingle McCringleberry celebration for his Russian <laughs> touchdown, you uh-huh. know, uh-huh. from 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 a a, a made up quarterback, he became a fake quarterback. He did nothing. <laughs> he That's did real. nothing. And those interceptions was pivotal turning points in the game as well. You know what I mean? So I'm not gonna. The defense stepped up big. They they applied that pressure. That defense is fast though. That defense is fast, bro. Like we not gonna sit here and act like them boys don't fly. It's well put together. They floor the boys. That's what they supposed to do. Them boys fly. I ain't even gonna hold you on that. And they fly. They fly around. They fly around the football. And you 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 definitely mentioned, you know, the speed and linebacker that you guys have. And I think you guys are. I mean, probably with the exception of Pittsburgh, you guys have probably one of the best uh, linebacking cores. Uh, I mean, we probably definitely have the best now that Devin White towards AC. I mean, Devin Bush towards ACL. Gone yeah. for the season. Yeah, but TJ Watt, you know, technically TJ plays Waters linebacker. TJ Watt is you know, major. Bud Dupree, Bud Dupree is good definitely too. still plays linebacker. But, you know what I'm saying? But we're talking Levante David. Mm-hmm. We're talking Shaquille Barrett. Mm-hmm. We're talking Devin White. JPP. JPP's not a linebacker. J- JPP plays outside line. We run a 3-4. He's an outside linebacker. Uh, He's an outside backer. We are crazy at linebacker. His hand not in the ground? Listen, well, JPP his- broke the curse. He was the first double-digit sack player for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers since Simeon Rice. That was a very long time ago. That's real. And then Shaq Barrett went out and did what? Play the league in sacks. Shaq Berg looked good. Shaq Berg looked good. He didn't even record a record a stat this weekend, but I know he applied some pressure. Not a not a, a sack or a tackle, but I know he was bringing pressure. Hey, nah, that's real. I always say that you know sacks are an overrated statistic when you start talking about defensive linemen or you start talking about just linebackers that rush the quarterbacks consistently. You know, if you able to to if you able to you know create consistent pressure. I think that's a significant um, that that alters a game. That alters a game plan. Last thing I'm gonna say about my Bucks defense is Joe McCoy deserved to be here for this. That's the only slant I got for my organization. Hey man, I, I man, I don't he put have in work no for years. issue he with that. To be here for this. I don't have no issue with that man. Like, and I was really looking forward to Gerald McCoy with our football team, and um, Christian Kirk just scored a touchdown. Um, Sure, but uh, dang, bro. oh, Kyler Murray. No, I'm talking Kyler Murray. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not hating on the on the Cowboys. You know, I was really looking for. I'm looking to, at my fantasy roster. I'm sorry, I'm trying to win a game. I was really looking forward to Gerald McCoy. You know, <laughs> or, you know, playing for the Dallas Cowboys. I wanted to see what he was going to do. I thought he was going to be a valuable addition to, you know, um, our front seven. Man, I don't want to talk about my Cowboys no more, man. 
these dudes, man. Okay, let's talk about um, let's talk about them Cleveland Browns you put in your top five. Oh, let's talk about them Cleveland Browns you put in your top five oh. power rankings last week. The reason they are not top five, and I think they pretenders, is the quarterback position. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. You said Baker Mayfield was a bust, man. I just feel like if Baker Mayfield toned it down to that a little bit and and um they really just focus on the run, bro. Like, I mean, I think they're missing Nick Chubb, right? Yeah, they now. lost Nick Chubb and they're missing him, but Kareem Hunt is I, I told you, I it was hard for me not to put him in my top five running backs. And that's only because he was playing a backup role to Nick Chubbs. But yeah. it's running backs out here. Kareem Hunt? But top five? When you got C-Mac, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley. Doesn't play. Keep going. Derrick Hen- Henry. A dog. Derrick Henry. A dog. He's a dog. I, I saw today, you know, those advanced next-gen stats. I love them. Like, he he rushed, uh, what they say? He was running 21.6 miles per hour on that 94-yard touchdown run. That's the speed limit in places. <laughs> That's crazy. And that's a power back. That's 200, what, 30, 40 pounds? Bruh. That's a big dude. He he is not to be played with. He 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 is not to be played with. He's a quality, he's a quality running back, bro. Nick Chubb, like, it's I'm not putting Kareem Hutt over Nick Chubb. I didn't Chubb. say I said it was just hard. That's all. It was hard not to. Uh, Especially I was, when I wasn't counting the guys that aren't playing right now. Uh, it's easy. Especially Dalvin when you're Cook, not counting Dalvin the guys. Cook, give me Dalvin Another Cook. guy that's hurt. I mean, Another guy that's hurt, bro. But this is Kareem a special Hunt, season. Has though. he missed a game? Aside from suspension, we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to slander him right now. Right, uh, uh, <laughs> ability and availability go hand in hand, man. He looking mightily available right now. I mean, and I he, pray, I pray, he play his way into some money next year and a, and a starting role somewhere. It might be hard with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback because you will be trailing some games. Okay, let's play. Let's play a game. Okay, you know what I'm saying. We gonna call this. We gonna call this game run or done. Run or done. I'm gonna list some running backs to you. Okay. And you gonna tell me if them boys can run, or if them boys is done. Okay. Todd Gurley. Mmm. He bought out one of the backs. I like a lot. Run or done. Todd Gurley. <laughs> Todd Gurley. Run or done. I say Todd Gurley still got some running him. I think the narrative was spread well before last season started. You know that he couldn't cut, and then all of a sudden, that's what everybody is gone with. But those the games, the wins that they strung together, some of the most, the biggest plays were made by Todd Gurley in a passing game, running the ball. Todd Gurley still got the juice. Devontae Freeman. Mm. Mm. Ah, that's my boy. You are cutting deep right now. Hey, listen, man, run or done, man. Run or done. Todd Todd Gurley, you said is a run. Devontae Freeman, run or done. I'm gonna say this. Devontae Freeman is done, and that's only because of how bad the Giants are. You know, they couldn't protect a superhuman. How are they going to protect Devontae Freeman? Adrian Peterson. Run. A dog. A dog? A dog. Run. Run. I mean, DeAndre Swift did look crazy this week, but. He looked good. Adrian Peterson stepped into that organization and automatically took the job of all of them. I mean, these young guys who are supposed to be tough. Karrion Johnson. That that should have been the name you mentioned. <laughs> Karrion Johnson. Karrion Johnson. I mean, he's not a... He's, not he's a, never been available. He's, ne- 
He had two good. His first two seasons were good. Was solid. How many seasons he been in the league? Three. Please, I know he's Karen been hurt the Johnson? past two seasons. I know for a fact he's been hurt the past two seasons. He available right now. He's just not playing. You know, it's because AP is there. And, AP is there. Uh, DeAndre Swift took off this week, and um, they hot take. They say his fantasy value uh, is rising. <laughs> Who? DeAndre Swift. Hey, he's on my bench right now. Um, he's going to be starting. That's oh up. my God, Ezekiel Elliott cannot stop fumbling the football. I mean, that's all y'all got going right now. Oh my God! Give it, uh, run or done, Ezekiel. All right, I'm done. All I'm, right. I'm gonna say run, but I wonder how much it costs to uh, laser remove that feed me tat on his stomach. Hey, they, bro, they need to scheme him or something. He keep fumbling, bro. Two fumbles in the game, and I, I mean, I got. I'm about to say it. I don't want to say this on chill camera. Out, chill you know out, what chill out, <laughs> chill out. Don't expose me, cuz. Don't expose me, cuz. Double agent, man. Hey, chill. Hey, that's a hard line to play, though. I, I do it this week. This weekend, listen. I got to do what I got to do. Once we were up, I really needed Devontae Adams to go crazy. I, I got to do what I got to do, bro. I got to do it. Okay, run or die. Run or die. You're not going to like this one. Okay. Run or die. Le'Veon Bell. Run. Or done. And make sure you say that next-gen stat you told me earlier. This wasn't a next-gen stat. This was, um, it was D'Angelo Hall and somebody talking about it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say that the stat was skewed. They say that he hasn't had a 20-yard-plus 20 20 run since 2017. Now, he did sit out a season. He did sit out a season. Okay. Um, I think he might have been hurt a little bit in another. And then he played for the Jets. <laughs> Play for the Jets, bro. I mean, I think that this weekend or next weekend when he lines back up, you'll see that he can run. Le'Veon Bell at 28 years old is still a dog. So, so you saying that? Um, and essentially, he's gonna go crazy with Patrick Mahomes. Mm. I mean, we saw what Kareem Hunt did this time there, and this is a catcher of the football, somebody that's patient, shifty. And will run through you. This is a big running back. Mm. Le'Veon Bell is gonna go crazy. And the only reason I, I won't say Super Bowl is because my Bucks got a shot. Mm. I mean, shout out to uh Edwards Hilaire, but Edwards Hilaire had 160 on the ground today. That's good. He he needed to run that way because Le'Veon Bell is on his way. Oh man. He needs to run that way. Oh man, I mean, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, bro. I'm not, I'm not mad at anything you're saying right now. I'm not mad at nothing you're saying right now. Um, you know, I just thought, you know, I'd ask. You feel me? Another question I wanted to bring up with you, um, and we never really, we didn't really get the opportunity to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But um, I wanted to talk about coaching in the NFL. Okay. You know, like, it's been a big push. It's been a big push for, you know, young coaches. You know what I'm saying? Like, younger coaches in the NFL. You know, you got um, Ken Weisenhunt, Sean McVay, Joe Judge, Cliff Kingsbury, Matt Nagy. And everybody is saying that this is essentially the future. Mm, I would say the, the 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 push for young coaches is more so about being open minded and running the the 
the newer systems, the newer offenses and defenses that, you know, the NFL has discovered. Um, I mean, because Andy Reid is as open-minded as they come, and he puts together amazing offenses. I mean, truthfully. Uh, Sean McVay is, is nice. I saw a... It was a reverse <laughs> that turned into a pit, an option. He pitched it to the wide receiver. They didn't break for a lot of yards, but when I saw the play, I could believe it. I mean, it was amazing. Um, I mean, I like these young guys, you know what I mean? But in my opinion, like, I don't think it's very effective. I don't think they are very effective, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to ask me, then... Give me, give me my, give me, give me the older guys, man. Give me Andy Reid. Give me Bill Belichick. Uh, what's what's the what's the Eagles head coach name? Um, Doug Peterson. Doug. He's a newer guy. He's older, but he's he's a, older though. You but, know what I'm saying? But guys like him and Andy Reid, they both run this new these new style offenses. They run a lot of. Doug Peterson is known for trick plays. He ran one of the Super Bowl. I mean, I get that, but Andy Reid has been innovative on the offensive side of the football since Donovan McNabb when they went to four straight NFC championships. That's a fact. Andy you know Reid deserves his respect. Andy Reid deserves his respect, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys are... <sighs> Not the guy needed. <laughs> <laughs> Not the guy. Was it a pass or, or did he... It was a run. Kenyon Drake with one yard run right up the middle after Ezekiel Elliott's second fumble of the game. Oh boy, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of pressure on Andy Dalton. You know, Bill Belichick, uh, Pete Carroll. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, you Tom Coughlin. These are the Mike McCarthy. These are the. These, you know what I'm saying? Sean Payton. These are the guys who won championships recently. I don't see no young coaches on this list. I mean, Sean McVay was in the Super Bowl. Right. Getting there don't matter. Getting there don't matter. I feel that. Getting there don't matter. Tom Brady got a list of guys who got there longer than 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 than, than the Miami Dolphins coaching list. Hey, man, shout out to Tom Brady. Oh, That's my man. boy. That's your boy now. That's my boy, TB12. That's your boy, and that's been your boy? Yes, actually. I've always been been on the Tom Brady side of things. Shout out to Tom Brady, the best game manager the NFL has ever seen. Maybe that's what teams need. I think every team needs a game manager, especially in the playoffs, when it's not all about, like, you know, running, gun, short, score me five touchdowns. I just seen Tom Brady in his most successful, in his most impressive um, Super Bowl um, performance. He lost. Hey man, I mean, five hundred yards against the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. He lost that game, but like sometimes you just need to manage a game effectively. And I always give Tom Brady credit, man. That man's ability to do what needs to be done at the end of the games to put his team in a position to win is comparable to none, second to no one. Look at what he's done to the to the Buccaneers. I mean, come on, you can say he's not been super. Super impressive as far as, uh you know, dominating games aside from that five-touchdown game. But these guys believe in him. I watched Donovan Smith, who I'm on record. You know, I said that I thought he was the worst starting left tackle in football. I watched him pull and drive a guy 10 yards down the field into the dirt, no hold, 
He's impressive. Like I mean, Tom Brady is is bringing that out of them. <laughs> this is a team. This is a team that we won seven games last year. You know, yo love talking about these bucks, don't he? He, he loved. He you saw hate. how he did that. He just hated his team he, losing. That's you all. He how he. You saw how he manipulated that conversation all the way back to what his bucks did last year. I I get you. I'm Tom on, Brady man. did have a showdown against Aaron Rodgers, another Hall of Fame quarterback. Like it or not, you know what I mean? Two guys we have talked about on this show. A 4-0 team who I believe you rank number one in your power rankings. Yo, keep coming around for my power rankings. I'm just saying, these things matter. These things you know, don't change your opinion now. These things matter. Tom Brady and the you. Buccaneers are impressive. We another, ought to be, be feared. And a week later, and a week later, I'm looking at my power rankings a little bit different. But that's why they <laughs> power rankings. You where you, know sit, where you sit the Bucks at? The Bucks. The Bucks not in my top five. I like that. I'm happy about that. The Bucks not in my I would top prefer five. people keep them out of the top five. If I'm, if I'm, what you want to do? Power rankings right now? Nah, we say that for next week. No, 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 we ain't saving nothing for next week. I need my Bucks to win one more. Oh, go ahead. I, I, I need my Bucks to follow up. That was yo, a big win, but I need more. Yo is manipulating the power rankings, man. We can. Hmm. Yo manipulating the power rankings, man. We can get off the Buccaneers, man. What about nah, boxing nah. this weekend? Oh, talk about it, man. Talk about Teofimo Lopez, passion, man. man. Talk about Teofimo Lopez. Talk about it. What you think about the fight? A young... I'm not going to call him a legend because he's 23, but with 15, well, now 16 wins, the first undisputed lightweight champion ever in boxing history. He beat Vasily Lomachenko by unanimous decision, and it was impressive. And Lomachenko, I, I thought Lomachenko was pretty, you know... Unbreakable Man He almost looked Unhuman In, in, in some fights um, And the reason I really thought Teofimo had a chance Who I'm, I'm a big fan Of Teofimo I thought they had a chance Because in Lomachenko's last fight Against Luke Campbell He looked human I watched Luke Campbell Win rounds And look impressive Against him And Lomachenko Is naturally A, a fighter At 130 he came up and fought 135. Um, and then you're facing the power to your female, who we watched. I mean, him and Richard Comey went in for a punch in their last fight. At the same time, he ducked Richard Comey's and ended him. I mean, impressive. Teofimo Lopez is, is, he really just put his name out there in a, in a, he put himself in a different class of fighter, a different tier of fighter. He put himself in a line of fire. It's a lot of guys that want to, that want to come at him now. Yeah, I, Devin Haney was talking a lot. I saw Devin Haney tweet that uh, Teofimo Lopez is the first undisputed asterisk champion ever. Oh, uh, yeah, that has something to do with the uh, franchise champions that they, that's been put out there. It has been done for I think Canelo Alvarez and Vasily Lomachenko. I mean, both guys who earned the belts that they gave up to take the franchise champion belts. I don't think you put an asterisk next to this. I'm with you, man. I I thought that um, it was a good fight. Yeah, this is. I think it's gonna be uh, interesting what happens next. I think Devin Haney's talking. He wants his shot, of course. Um, but Haney, but like the the thing is, there's so much talent in boxing right now. Yeah. When are these guys gonna fight each other? Boxing needs a new system. 
When some, are these guys going to fight each other? Because I've seen Haney talking about fighting this guy, that guy, that guy. Like, that's what he do. He's a celebrity. He do a lot of talking. He can fight. I'm not going to take away from his, his I believe that he can, skill, fight, he can fight, but like at some point, these guys' skills need to be tested versus other people who who others feel like have similar skill sets or have skill sets that, you know, can compete. Okay, so I got sent this right before I got here. Um, Damian Lillard put out a, a matchmaking list Yo, just of fights. Oh, a fight? A fight. Damian Lillard pulled out a matchmaking list of fights that he felt like we need to see. Okay. Um, to me, some of the most notable that he put on this list, Earl Spence Jr. versus Terrence Crawford. That's something that we definitely need to see. We need to see it. Definitely. Um, Jamel Charlo and Canelo Alvarez. Mm. That would be crazy, but, you know, Canelo in that one for me. I watched him go up and fight light heavy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening, but Canelo ain't to be messed with. He went up to light heavy and knocked somebody out. What would Canelo get out of that? A bag. <laughs> Canelo would get a bag regardless. That's that's true. Javante Davis and Ryan Garcia. That'll be a big one. Yeah, I mean, people want to see that. People been dying to see that for a minute, though. That's a, that's that's the nature of boxing. Uh, last one I, that I like on here. I just want to see it, but Edgar Belanga, Edgar Belanga, and Daniel Jacobs. Now, Edgar Belanga, most people might not know who this guy is. He is 15-0 with 15 first-round knockouts. <laughs> 15-0 with 15 first-round knockouts. He fought on the card this weekend, the Lomachenko card, knocked the guy out in 79 seconds. Hey, man. If Impressive. You, if you got 15 minutes to go and uh, you got to spare 15 minutes to go out and check out Berlinga's, you know, uh, highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> I think they said he averaged like, he, he knocks people out on average in 95 seconds. Hey man, I mean, I'm anxious to see. I'm anxious to see who will take him there. And Daniel Jacobs is a tough fighter and a skilled fighter. I think that would be a fight that will finally get him out of the first round and would test out truly how good he is at boxing. Yeah, man, I I just want to see these guys get more in the mix because you know it's it's, it's I'm losing interest. I'm gonna be honest. It's so much like anticipation. For fights, and I feel like dudes be talking more than they be actually, like, you know, stepping in the ring and, and testing themselves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's a lot of bag chasing in boxing. Yeah, a lot of protecting records. A um, lot of safe bag ch- checking. And, you know, you know, Floyd. Oh, man. This is what I say. I was impressed. The, my one of, my, one of the things I was most impressed about with the Vasily Lomachenko and uh, Tiafimo Lopez fight is when um, at the fight Lopez versus Richard Comey once Lopez knocked out Comey Lomachenko was in the audience and he said on the mic okay he got a belt now me and him will fight they fought and they were supposed to fight in April but you know the COVID-19 kicked up and and kind of delayed a lot of things, but that was the most impressive thing of all because you don't see that in boxing. And I can respect I can respect the loss. I can respect the loss if you out here fighting people who 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 are a challenge to you. Exactly. Like, like it's dudes who be openly challenging these guys, and like, <laughs> like bro, like what? 
Am I tripping? I mean, I'm not the most well-versed boxing fan, you know what I'm saying, or boxing enthusiast, you know what I'm saying? But, and, and I think we, we probably should have Greg come up here, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And really get into the conversation about these guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, um, you know, we got some other friends who really into boxing. We Maybe the next episode we do is a, a boxing episode, you know what I'm saying? Like, to really get it. into it, because I know it's a lot going on. It's a lot of politics and things like that going on. But golly, man, like, how, how these dudes be talking crazy. They be talking crazy, man, and... and and the and the the dream fights we get be Conor McGregor and Pacquiao. Like I don't want to see that, that. That's so disrespectful to the sport of boxing to see Conor McGregor come in and just get a bag like this. He's not even dominating his own sport anymore. But these guys not doing what it takes to become stars. Man, you got streamers and YouTubers fighting. Nate Robinson is fighting one of the Jake Paul, one of the Paul brothers. Well, bro, but. <laughs> Somebody probably called the other one out. <laughs> and they said, oh, who you talking to? Oh, what? You talking to me? <laughs> All right, man. Let's set it up. Like, Man. set it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, these dudes be talking crazy, bro. I'm, I'm just different. I don't... I'm not... No, I'm not saying that. I understand, like, it's a business and everything like that. And, you know, like, you know, money and all of that type of stuff, but... I just wish it were different because it's a lot of guys whose skill sets I respect in the sport and I would want to see them um, really challenge themselves and really, you know, you know, go toe-to-toe with some of the best talent in, in, in the game. And um, hopefully we get that. You know what I'm saying? Top five pound for pound right now. You asking the wrong one, man. Vasily Lomachenko was ranked number one in ESPN. But he top- wasn't my number one. He wasn't my number one either, but he was up. He wasn't. He wasn't far from it. It's hard to argue that he's that he's not. You know tank number one to me, man. Tank. I'm not saying tank. I'm not saying tank. I, I Spence number two. If it wasn't for the accident, Spence would be my number one. But Spence number two. Tank number one for me, man. I don't think nobody wants to step in the ring with that boy. He a pit bull, man. I don't think anybody his size wants to fight him. Period. Straight up. I don't think anybody his size wants to fight him. Um, you know, they say he struggled with weight a little bit. I think that's more a narrative push to to make him go up in weight or something because the guys his size don't want to fight him. He got too much power. He packs too much of a punch. But, I mean, I'm a big fan of him. But in that fight against um, Gamboa, I didn't like what I saw. It wasn't enough skill. He was just trying to knock him out. And uh the reason Lopez did he won knock this him weekend out? is he came with skill. Did he knock him out? I don't. Was it a knockout? I, I we watched that fight together too. I could have sworn it was a knockout. I don't. It was a knockout late. I think. I don't know. We gonna have to pull it up. Pull it up, man. We gotta pull it up. I don't think so. But what I do know is, no. Generally, a guy like that, uh, somebody that you, you know, Tiafimo Lopez wasn't known to be a skilled boxer. But he came out this weekend and fought with skill, and that's why he won. Because had he gone for a knockout, Lomachenko would have crushed him. <laughs> He's Straight a very up. technical fighter. Um, he dissects his opponents, and, and he always starts slow. But this fight, he started a little too slow. He didn't really start fighting until around six or seven, which... TKO, 12th round. Okay. Yeah, 12th round he went TKO. in there trying to knock him out, and he knocked him out. 
I'm still gonna say he knocked him out, but that was not impressive. And I think against 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 better talent, um, in their prime, not Gamboa, who's what 35, 37, mm-hmm. he was up there in age. Um, I think you would have saw him struggle in that or fighting that style of fight. But you know, we talk about boxing twenty twenty. We gonna pick and choose. Like we not <laughs> fighting people in their prime. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? I don't want to be known as the you best. You said tank number one. Where you put Shakur Stevenson? Ooh. Shakur Stevenson's up there for me. He's in my top five. At least yeah. my favorites. See, but I be I be appreciating different things about boxing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I like watching Tyson Fury. I like watching Fury. See, Shakur Stevenson fought his girlfriend's brother in his last fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they made a big deal of that too. Oh man, <laughs> Christian Kirk with another touchdown pass from Kyler uh, Murray. Uh, it was a pass. I'm happy about that, but I needed that to go to D Hop. Eighty yard touchdown reception. Oh my God, D Hop! I needed that. The Cowboys are down. Yeah, that's bad. Twenty to zero right now. Yeah, this is the first ever live game doing a podcast. <laughs> Straight up, man. You know, and, and I'm gonna just be real, y'all. I can't miss my Dallas Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hate to love them, but it is what it is, man. These these guys, man. <sighs> these guys, man. Oh boy, but I want I want to drift back to football for a little bit, okay? Because I had a question for you. All right, shoot. Uh, let's talk about, you know, thinking about quarterbacks in the league right now, running backs in the league right now, wide receivers in the league right now, defense. Who who, who do you think is is can make the, the Hall of Fame in the league right now? Like, who do you think has a case to be a Hall of Famer in the NFL right now? I mean, it's some obvious answers at quarterback. Okay. You know, they, those start, guys been around let's for start a while. Start a quarterback. Tom Brady, Aaron uh-huh. Rodgers, Drew Brees. Um, missing somebody. Uh, Big Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. Um, Even some, though if Big Ben gets in, then with the character issues he has had off the field, right? I think we got to analyze some things. But that's another conversation that's for another, another day. Yeah. Um, so, so you got four. Some people gonna argue Philip Rivers. No way. I think there will be some people that argue Philip Rivers. There's no way that Philip Rivers should make it into the Hall of Fame. I don't think he was successful enough as far as winning or, you know, winning the big games or taking his team further, far enough in the playoffs. But some people are going to argue it based on his stat line. Um, no way. Did I say I say Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. Yeah, I could miss him. Um, if Philip Rivers go in, you might as well put in Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford. Had Megasign not retired, he'd probably be one. No, they, they, none, neither one of them. Russell Wilson. You said neither one of them? Megatron, no? No, Megatron is good. Oh, oh I was about to say, okay, Megatron Russell Wilson. Safe. Russell Wilson, yes. But we're going to get into these wide receivers. Absolutely, wide receiver Russell Wilson. That I feel like me and you are going to disagree with. Hmm. Uh, another, what wide receivers going? Are you still on quarterbacks? I don't want to go too much more on quarterbacks only because the other guys that I would name are young still. Like who? Patrick Mahomes. Lamar Jackson, if he continues to be healthy. Um, Deshaun Watson, if he continues to be successful. Deshaun Watson, if if he doesn't get out of Houston, he could very well end up Phillip Rivers, Matthew Stafford. 
Maybe a coaching change fixes that. We've seen Houston win. Who? Matt Sharp. I'm out of boy. I mean, never anything deep. They a new franchise still, kind of. Never. <laughs> I don't know. I think a coaching change could fix that. I don't think so. I think it's an organizational issue. I think, like you say, with my Cowboys. I was gonna say that's fair. There's plenty of teams. Like, I, don't, that, that, I don't. I don't. I don't see that. There's plenty of teams that have that so issue. What about, what about wide receiver? What about wide receiver? Free agent, agent uh, Antonio Brown. A B. Free agent Antonio Brown. Yes, absolutely. A B. Absolutely. Character issues. A B. A B. Then A B. Didn't have a. a I don't. I don't. How many straight years did he have 120 receptions? Okay. It was a lot of those. I'm with you. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna be mad at AB. AB dominated the NFL. Larry Fitzgerald for sure. Larry Fitz for sure. For sure. Um. I know what. I know what. Do we is not gonna agree on dog. Uh, I know what. Do we not gonna agree on dog. Let me see. I can't even think. Uh, top guy. I'm gonna just Julio. Go Julio not not in the Hall of Famer. Julio Jones is not a Hall of Famer. Julio Jones? Not to me. How? I watched Julio turn into a running back this weekend, and Stephon got to the dirt, drag him seven more yards till he scored. Straight up, and you also saw him score his first touchdown in six weeks. I think that's a quarterback issue. Man, what I, it was I think one. that's a quarterback issue And Julio gets everybody else open Why do you think Calvin Ridley looks so impressive? I Julio think, is a Calvin problem Calvin Ridley is also nice Calvin Ridley is good But Julio is a monster Calvin Julio Ridley is, is a also Hall of nice Calvin Ridley is a high draft nah, pick Nah, we gotta pull up some Julio stats We gotta pull up some career Julio stats I don't like that Is that the guy you were talking about? Yes, it was I just knew, wow Yes, it was I do not think Julio Jones At this point of his career is on the level of uh, Terrell Owens, or I look at him as a Chad Ochocinco. Bro, all right. So since Julio, Julio, Julio Jones has twelve thousand yards and, and and fifty-seven touchdowns. Now the touchdown numbers, I really believe that's a problem. That's a quarterback problem. They throw the ball a lot to their running backs. For one, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan is. I don't know what's wrong with the guy. I don't know. Cause he always looks like a good quarterback to me until till he doesn't, till he does something stupid, till he turns the ball over. You know, they have all these weapons and they score, they put up stats, they put up a lot of numbers and don't win. They won their first game this weekend. <laughs> I'm with you. And I and I see the yards. I see the yards and I respect who eighteen hundred yards in 2015. I respect 1677 and 18. He had 1394 last year. I'm with the you. The touchdown numbers are not there, but Julio producing. He produces, and you know I respect that. But I, Julio, besides when he plays the Cowboys, I don't see it, bro. Like I see, I know he's a dominant NFL player, and I know he's great. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, but I just don't see it, bro. Like I just I, everything. I remember when I had him on my fantasy team, bro, and I think he got tackled at the one yard line like eight times in one season. Like, and from then on, I said no. I can't. I can't deal with this. Eighteen seventy one looked good. Fourteen oh nine. Fourteen fifty nine. Looking at the stats, it's really going to be hard to keep him out of there, man. It's really going to be hard to keep him out of there. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't know. The touchdown numbers are shaky to me, man. The touchdown numbers are shaky. 
They are shaky to me. You know what I'm saying? He's only had double-digit touchdowns one year in his career. And that was his second season. And he followed up that. I'm, I'm looking at Terrell Owens. He had triple his touchdowns almost. <laughs> Bro, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, the touchdown numbers will be a problem. Um, like, I don't know. That's going to be an interesting uh it's gonna be, that's gonna be interesting when it's his time to it's try. It's some it's some really good wide receivers who haven't made it into the Hall of Fame yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like to me, it'll just be disrespectful just because I saw him play for me to put him in there. When you're looking at TO with 156 touchdowns. So then that definitely means that running back, you don't one, take a top two, early. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight years. With with double digit touchdowns, I'm never gonna argue T.O. I love T.O. Like I love T.O. I'm not gonna argue that a boss. I just don't see it, bro. Like I mean, I respect. That, that's it. interesting. That's that's. I respect it. I respect. I respect his ability to you know get yards, get big chunks of yards, like straight up. I think that that is great. You know what I'm saying? But bro, like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Another guy that I thought had, would have had a shot had he not. Uh... Calvin Johnson had eighty four. Calvin Johnson, Megatron, and and, was and, and and he didn't play as many years as Julio has been. Megatron was different though. He was different. And and and, and uh, Stat Pafford, I mean that's what they call him, Stat Pafford. He used to just lob it up to him. You know what I mean? That's what you do with Mega, great wide receivers. Megatron was different. Megatron was different. That's um, what you do with great wide receivers. Great wide receivers, you lob it up to them. I, I just feel like we're watching a lot of great, great wide receivers be wasted. Odell Beckham, for one. Odell Beckham has not had a good quarterback yet. While he had a veteran quarterback in Eli Manning who could get him the ball in space and let him be great. Um... At a point that that became not enough, and that's where the discrepancy started in New York, really. But now he got Baker Mayfield, a guy with more commercials than touchdowns. Oh man! <laughs> and his career is going to his career. <laughs> I mean, he has to get out of there. That's what I'll say to save face. He has to get out of there because that's talent wasted. No, I agree. Um, he he does need a change of scenery. You know, I don't I don't deny that at all. Um, I think it's gonna be different with these wide receivers. It's gonna be hard to put them in. Uh, it's gonna be hard for a lot of these guys to get in the the Hall of Fame because the biggest argument is gonna be, well, it's a passing league now. It's a passing league now. You, you know, know the stat, I mean? the yards aren't gonna matter as much to people. The yards are not gonna matter as much. I really feel like it's how many points did you put on the board? How many points did you put on the board, man? Like. You got to put points on the board. Like, no points on the board, then it's like, you know. Hmm. Who else? What other wide receivers are there? Uh, in the league right now? That that you think could have a chance. Um, that have a chance? Uh, I think Tyreek Hill has a chance. If he get... Depending on how long he can be that fast. He's done some things already, but... I feel like he a can lot lose some speed and still be faster than a lot of people. Yeah, that's true. Deshaun Jackson still. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at a Deshaun sometime. Jackson and I'm it like, deep sometime. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, 
he could he could he got a chance just because he has that quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you when you have that quarterback and you know y'all both come in the league young and y'all both can establish that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Over time, like you know, depending on what the Saints do, Michael Thomas has a has a shot. I was gonna say that Michael Thomas, he's a because he has a record setting career in his career. He's setting a lot of records. You know what I'm saying? I can agree to that. He's also to me one of those tough guys that. That's gonna play a while and 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 I mean, do it for a he while. He's hurt right now, but I mean, hold on, he's playing now. He's playing this week, I believe. Week week seven. Yeah, I believe he's gonna play this week coming up. Um, but Michael Thomas is is a tough guy. Can't guard Mike. It's it's true to the name. I think Michael Thomas is the only guy with a shot. Of the new guys. Of the new guys, I think he's the only one that has a chance. At, this is. Um, you know, I don't want to keep talking about my Bucks, but Mike Evans. The only reason I feel like he don't have a shot is is because of drop passes, and a lot of that is the fact that Jameis Winston forced the ball to him all game, every game. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> no, I understand. Um, I feel like we. I, I feel like I see wide receivers do amazing things, but. It is going to be hard. Those touchdown numbers. The ball is spread out a lot more these days. So that might be something taken into consideration. Running backs catch the ball a lot. Okay. It's different. Running backs. Who, you know what I mean? <clears throat> running back. Running back. Running back. I mean, Adrian Peterson, for sure. <laughs> AP. For sure. Uh, Frank Gore? <laughs> no. No Frank Gore? No way. He been playing football too long, and and too long, and been too average. Average. He ain't get average till he was old. Bro, we really about to act like Frank Gore went out and won games. I mean, come on. He Frank was Gore did not go out and win games. Frank Gore was playing for the Forty ers when they were trash. Exactly. To be successful at running back on a bad team is is a thing in itself. But you have to be literally Barry Sanders level. I don't know, man. You got to be Barry Sanders level. You can't be a running back on a bad team and y'all just average. You know what I'm saying? 9,000-yard rushing seasons. Okay. And then two more, that was 960. And and 1,000 yards is overrated. 15,000 rushing yards and 79 touchdowns. You don't put that man in the Hall of Fame? I, not for me. He's I not think, Hall of Famer to me. I think by by the criteria that they look at, and that's going to be those yards and those touchdowns, he makes it. I mean, I just don't see it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I guess Eli Manning going to be his Hall of Famer one day. So I mean, he beat the GOAT twice in the Super Bowl. Right, and that's why I could respect it. He beat the GOAT twice well, in the Super Gore Bowl. Frank Gore has beat no one. I mean, he's a running back. Who was his quarterback? Uh, he had Alex Smith. He had Colin Kaepernick. And at the time, Alex Smith was not a, Alex Smith was nothing more than a game manager until that year in Kansas City, the year before Patrick Mahomes took his spot. Okay, you know what I mean. And, and I he he that. led the league in touchdowns that year. I respect that, but you giving me a guy who played. I mean, a thousand yards is what sixty six yards a game. Like that's not hyper impressive. How many times he led the league in rushing? How many times has Frank Gore been the best running back in the NFL? 
I don't know. He rushed for sixteen hundred in two thousand sixteen ninety five in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Let's act like this. Let's not act like he didn't do anything. One of the things we always talk about is your best avail- ability being available. Oh, your best ability is availability. He's been playing run. He's been but, playing running back since two thousand five. But 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 the Hall of Fame not about availability. And we're gonna see at fifteen thousand yards, seventy nine touchdowns. I'm willing to bet twenty dollars when it's his time. He makes it. All right, that's a bet. That's a bet. That's a bet. Straight that's up. a bet right there. We're gonna talk about that straight up. In a couple of years. All right, now on defense. On the defensive side of the ball, hmm. Earl Thomas. Nah. Super Bowl champion, Legion of Boom. Nah. Earl Thomas, they Legion got, of Boom. They only got one. How many do you need? I mean, to just. I mean, he hasn't been a dominant safety. He hasn't been Troy Palomalu, Ed Reed. He hasn't been that level of game changer at safety, bro. I don't know, bro. I mean, Palomalu and Ed Reed are different, different. But that's Hall of Fame. Let's name. Give me some more Hall of Fame safeties now. That that we watched. You know what I'm saying, Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins is a dog. John Lynch. John Lynch, a dog. I seen them all, I seen them playing in the game and said, whoa, oh, like avoid them. But listen, football was different then. And you could take somebody's head off. You could really take somebody's head off then. Bro, you can't act like the safety next to Earl Thomas wasn't destroying. Cam Chancellor was destroying people, bro. Cam Chancellor was one of my favorite players in the NFL. You know and, For he's that a, and he's not a Hall of Famer neither, but. He's not going to be. I mean, but Legion of Boom, come on. You got to respect Earl Thomas in that. Richard I, Sherman? I, what you think about Richard Sherman? <sighs> I will. I another Legion of Boom guy. He was crazy, he and was still crazy. I mean, he still do his thing a little bit. He still Enough. do his thing. I felt like if they had won that game, if they had won, where is he still in the league? San Francisco. I think he's hurt right now. Okay. I mean, if he was, if they were, if they won that game, I would have put him there. Hmm. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer right now, though. I mean, J.J. Watt, even though he's been hurt. J.J. So much, Watt is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's, it's, I, mean, I mean, off of reputation. Off of reputation, yes. I mean, Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack. Come on, those guys are crazy. Aaron Donald, for sure. Khalil Mack, maybe. I think Khalil Mack gets there. You got when you play a, When you play a position that makes as much of a difference as, like, you know, outside linebacker, like, in the three four, I feel like you have to lead a team to a championship. Like that's the LT rule. That's not one of them positions. It's not running back. Where I, like, but you just you put can. you put my man in a bad spot with that. Mitchell Trubisky was their quarterback. You don't win a Super Bowl without a quarterback. I ain't saying you got to win. You just got to get there. You don't get there without one. The only team I remember doing it was the Bucks. Yeah, Brad Johnson. I mean, the Bucks had Brad Johnson. The the Ravens had Trent Dilfer. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Aside from that, what else? Like, the Eagles had Nick Foles. Nick Foles is ass. Nick Foles is not good. Nick Foles is not good. Not right now. Nick Foles, listen, 
First off, Nick Foles should have been the Eagles franchise quarterback. The year they got rid of him, he threw like 20-something touchdowns, two interceptions. For sure. Nick Foles should have been that franchise's quarterback. He was a solid quarterback, and he's had some success in most of the places. And now went. Khalil Mack got him. I mean, come on. Now Khalil Mack got him. Now Khalil Mack got him. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, Camille ha- Mack has a Super Bowl. Uh, you can't tell me he don't have no quarter. Now he got one. So I want to see. And, and I'm not and saying they four that. And they 4-1. and one. They 4-1 right now. I like right how now. you did that. I like how you did that. I'm not saying they got a quarterback. Nick Foles is not even a top 15 quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> so we not going to pretend. We not going to pretend that, that I think the Khalil Honey Badger going to end up in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Against all odds. He was supposed to be a first-round draft pick. And he sat out. He said he was at. I think he showed up in New York to the draft. I and think, wasn't drafted till day three. I think two. Gilmore got a shot at being the Hall of Famer. And these Patriots years have really turned him up. He was good with the Bills too. He was good with the Bills. He was good with the Bills, but but when he, he went with a winner, yeah, yeah, that changes things. Um, hmm. Defense, man. Defense. Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner has a chance. Bobby Wagner. Um, I think he retired a little early, but Luke Keekley has a chance. Solid. Um, I think you got to let Luke in there. I feel like you got to let Luke in there. I think somebody that's a bit underrated is Chandler Jones. <sighs> what? I need to pull it up? I mean, no, you, but I don't think I don't think he has the credentials. I don't know. He, he, let's see. I just don't think he has the credentials. What the? What the? He played with the Patriots. Did they win? Win? Did they win the Super Bowl with Chandler Jones? Yeah. I think that. I think that makes a major difference. It does, and he's quality. But Ninety-seven career sacks. Has a 19 sack season, a 17 sack season, a 13 sack season, 12 and a half. Come on. I like it. I like it. But, you know, I just feel like when we start talking about Hall of Fame, you got to talk about somebody who dominated at the position, like an Aaron Donald. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Donald. Like a Khalil Mack. I'm not about to say maybe the Khalil Mack and then say yes to Chandler Jones. I feel you on that. I'm not about to do that. And it's no way. In my mind that I can do that. Gronk is going to the Hall of Fame. Gronk, yeah. Um Yeah, man. It's 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 t- I mean, I think it's supposed to be tough. I don't think that the Hall of Fame is a, a club that's just supposed to be inclusive of good or even great players. I think you really have to be, you know, top tier. Like even like an Adama Kasu can't make it to me. Mm, yeah. He, he can't get in. You know what I'm saying? He's a great player. It's no, it's no knockoff for him, but, like, were you the best for an extended period of time, and did you make a difference, just your presence on the field? Did your presence on the field, did because you were out there, did everything change? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, when Avery was out there, everything changed. Palomalu, everything changed. Aaron Donald, everything changes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even watching J.J. Watt, bro. J.J. Watt. When he play? When he play. He play. Everything. His brothers are looking the same way. His Yo, brother is looking. I don't know what they feed them Watt boys. Hey. They looking the same way. Hey, man. That Wagyu. That Wagyu. That Wagyu. That's mm. what it is. But, man. Listen, man. Let's um, 
Let's give our quick power rankings. You know what I'm saying? Um, top five teams in the NFL right now. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, you want me to start or yeah, you, you start? Go? You start. All right, man. My number one team right now is none other than the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm. I can. It's, it's close for me, but I can agree to that. I liked what I saw. I liked what I saw. That front seven looks like it's going to keep offensive coordinators up at night. I can agree to that. Number two. I can't be mad at these Kansas City Chiefs, man. I can't be mad at these Kansas City Chiefs, man. Patrick Mahomes is looking like a man amongst boys, man. Number three. Them Seattle Seahawks, man. Okay. Number four. I'm going to go with them Baltimore Ravens. And number five, I'm going with them Tennessee Titans. Got to respect the Titans. I'm going uh, with Tennessee Titans. I like your list. I definitely have the Steelers one. Um, it's close for me and the Seahawks, but because I like Rus- what Russell Wilson does so much. But Steelers one, Seahawks two, Chiefs three. The Ravens are difficult to beat, but I did not like the Eagles having a chance to win this weekend. So I'm going to go Titans there. Titans, you got to respect what they're doing. Um, and then I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Ravens next, but um, I'm gonna say Ravens next. But I definitely have uh, the Buccaneers on the team to watch out for, and that's not biased speaking. I think anytime you have a defense that that's playing as well as they are playing right now. You got a dangerous team on your hands. You know, and I could definitely agree with that. You got Tom Brady. You got one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, arguably the GOAT himself, man. So you guys always got a chance, man. You know, but with that said, definitely uh, hit us up. Let us know your power rankings. Let us know who you think we missed out on on the Hall of Fame list. Let us know if we was wrong about any of our run or duns. And um, get back to us, man. It's Rich Sports. And um, your, your, your man, your guy, Rich Grills. And you know my co-host. Cash Money. I'll let you guys next week. Thank you. Oh,